1: Have you had times in your life when you felt insecure, forgotten, or unloved? Have there been days when you didn't feel valued? I've had severe muscle weakness since birth. In the summer of 2017, my doctors were able to confirm a diagnosis of muscular dystrophy. Since then, there have been quite a few ups and downs with my health and stamina, but during the most excruciating days, one of the things that brings me tremendous comfort is knowing how God sees me. Struggles and pain in life can really weigh us down and sometimes even obscure our outlook on life and beliefs about the Lord's love and faithfulness. In times of heartache, it's important to cling to the truth of God's character And his heart toward us lately we've been thinking over a very special phrase found a handful of times in the Bible the apple of God's eye
2: there are many well-known ways to express love we could say I love you or I adore you some expressions aren't as common because they're idiomatic the apple of the eye is one of those phrases
1: Wikipedia defines the expression like this. The phrase, the apple of the eye, is something or someone that one cherishes above all others. Something someone would guard to protect. Something that one sees as themselves, dear and most valuable to them.
2: Quite literally, the apple of the eye is the pupil. The pupil is a tiny, hollow opening in the middle of the eye which allows light and the image through. The pupil, although a very weak and tender part of the eye, is a principal part because it allows us to see. In ancient Hebrew, the etymology of that expression is known as the little man of the eye. Try looking someone straight in the eye and you notice your image reflected in their pupil. That's what little man of the eye means. The apple of God's eye is the pupil, the center of his eye. If we were able to look straight into the eye of God in order to find out what he's watching, we would find our image there. His pupil is focused on us at all times. And his expression is not a furrowed brow or an angry gaze. It's a look of love. Hmm.
1: As deeply concerned and attentive as we'd be for the safety of our own eyes, so is God for the safekeeping of his children. Each time we come across this phrase in the Bible, we're reminded just how precious we are to God.
2: Psalm 17 is a prayer of David. Verse 8 says, Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of thy wings. David was a strong and courageous man. He slayed lions and bears. He killed the giant Goliath. He also was a man after God's own heart. He had a lot of tough circumstances in life. He knew his frailties and his need for God's protection. Here in this verse, David, through his prayer, let us know that God does indeed protect and meet the needs of his children, as the body naturally protects its pupil. Tabitha and I have a budget for food, as most couples do. Recently, we used that budget to pick up our weekly groceries, and within a few days, we realized we weren't going to have enough to quite make it to the end of the week. Now, this is not normally a problem for us, But that particular week, we had a few unforeseen expenses, and there was nothing left for us to go back out and get more. So we were looking through our scarce pantry, wondering how we would make it for the next few days, when suddenly my phone rang. It was Trader Joe's. Now, you might be wondering, why was the grocery store Trader Joe's calling me? Well, some of you might know, when you bring your own bag, your name can be dropped in a drawing. To win a gift card. And at that very moment, Trader Joe's was calling to tell us we had won the raffle. We would now be able to pick up more food free of charge. It may seem like a small thing to some, but we were extremely humble and amazed at how God keeps his eye on us every step of the way.
1: I think it's good for all of us to remember our experiences. Each time we look back and recall what the Lord has done. Our confidence in his faithfulness is rebolstered, and he'll continue to be present in our lives. I often think back to my college days at Bob Jones University in South Carolina. Shortly after my high school graduation, I was in need of an electric wheelchair in order to have some independence on campus. My insurance company will only cover a new wheelchair every four or five years or so, and the timing was just not right for me to be able to switch from a manual to an electric. Well, my church family and Christian friends understood how important it was for me to have an electric wheelchair, and they began praying with me that God would provide just Days before the semester began, God answered prayer, and I did get that electric wheelchair. Another need was to have friends who could help me. My college days were actually the first for me to be so far from family who had always been there to assist me. Two very sweet friends, Christine and Rachel, who were already students down there offered to look out for me one of them was my roommate for three years the other lived just down the hall and sacrificed a lot of her time to help me get around they were both such a huge blessing I'm I'm actually not sure I could have made it through those early years without them and of course God blessed me with new friends along the way too who really had my back Aside from the physical challenges and limitations, perhaps an equally great hurdle was my timidity. I was painfully shy and self-conscious. To say that it was hard for me to ask for help would be an understatement. So I had to learn to speak up for myself and that eventually built confidence. When I look back On those years at BJU I can see very clearly now that God was laying the groundwork to prepare me for India
2: yes he was a Christian writer once said every battle we fight and every victory we win through faith in God develops strength for future conflicts all things we learn become useful and profitable this leads me to another thought in the book of Zechariah The prophet said to the nation of Israel, He who touches you touches the apple of his eye. His eye meaning God the Father's eye. Quite a concept, isn't it? The pupil of the eye is a sensitive area, and no one likes to be poked in the eye. When God's people are harmed, he takes it personally.
1: God held the Israelites as the pupil of his eye, even when they were rebellious and stiff-necked. His people were his priority, The Old Testament is full of historical accounts, how God watched over them. He led them out of slavery in Egypt. In the wilderness, he provided manna and water for them. He protected them from their enemies. And that care certainly hasn't diminished over time.
2: There's an application in this for us as well. The Bible tells us that we, too, are God's beloved. God is watching you and me, and is ever ready to defend and help. That makes me think of bodyguards. You know, celebrities, world leaders, state officials, and especially our president uses bodyguards. Their job is to look out for trouble and keep our president safe. No matter what is going on around them, they keep their gaze fixed on the president and are ready within a second's notice to jump in and protect him. When we talk about God's eye, that's what God is doing for us. He's our bodyguard, watching over us for the purpose of protection.
1: The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are inclined to their prayer. He is keenly aware of our hurts and pains, and as one hymn puts it, his heart is touched with our grief.
2: Our bodies may be frail, and diseases and injuries cause us pain, but when Jesus returns, Those broken bodies will be transformed to be like His. Every tear will be wiped away. Every injustice will be made right.
1: Do you ever wonder why God would keep us as the center of His focus? Why He would hide us in the shelter of His wings? Our prideful nature might deceive us into believing that His love has something to do with us, with our own accomplishments. But God's word makes it clear. He keeps us in the pupil of his eye because he is love. His love is so incomprehensible and unconditional. God can't go against his own nature. And his love is something that we can always depend on. Stuart Townsend's hymn says, How deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all measure that he should give his only son to make a wretch his treasure. Because of our position in Christ, we are the reflection in the pupil of his eye. Knowing he cherishes you is more than enough to calm any fear. Aren't you thankful for that?
2: The apple of God's eye. What a sweet, precious, reassuring truth. Next time you're going through chaos and uncertainty, Remember whose you are. God keeps you, dear listener, at the center of his focus. No matter what the day may bring, he's there to help and defend. He looks on you as his treasure.
0: Thanks for tuning in today to Broken Vessels, Hidden Treasures. It is our hope and prayer that you will find the grace and goodness of God even in trials. We'd love to hear from you, and your feedback is important to us. You can reach out to Paul and Tabitha with comments, questions, or to share an episode with a friend in need through our website at bvhtministries.org.